Welcome to AAPIs at Ogden, where we talk about all things related to the Asian American Pacific Islander community at Ogden College. My name is Dear and I am your host. Welcome back, everybody. This month, I had the opportunity to interview six members of the South Asian Club. We met on a Friday at Ogden's podcast studio, and we had so much fun. The interview was lively, and I learned so much from them. So without further ado, let's roll the tape. Well, thank you so much, ladies, for hanging out with me this afternoon. So before I go start with anything, why don't you just go around and introduce yourself? Because this is like my first time meeting all of you. And so I'm going to start with the person with my with my left. So just your name, um, your name, uh, your pronouns, um, what you're studying, and if you're involved in any club, um, which part of club were you, and your role. Go for it. Um, so my name is Annie Jamon. Uh, I am doing engineering, and then I'm a part of the South Asian Club. I'm a treasurer, and um, I'm the president of the S- Society of Women's Engineering Club. Okay, thank you. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Nia Tripathi. I am a biology major, and I'm also the secretary of the South Asian Club. Hi, my name is Ishika Patel, and my major is biology. My pronouns are she, she hers, and her. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Um, and I'm also part of South Asian Club. I'm a member. Perfect. Hi, my name is Arisha Rahim. Um, my pronouns are she, her. I'm majoring in pre-psych, and I'm the president of South Asian Club. I'm the co-founder and vice president of the dance club. And then I'm a member of Campus Activity Board. Wow. Go ahead, Gori. Hello, my name is Gori. Um, I, I go by she, her. Um, and I'm doing nursing. And I'm also part of the South Asian Club. And then I'm, a, I'm the secretary of the Society of Women in Engineering. Hi, my name is Adya. And I am a biology major I'm pursuing the pre-med track. I'm the social media manager of SAC, and I have been the secretary of the Honors Students Organization. So Adia, tell me, since you already start for us, can you tell us, like, wh- why did you decide to attend Ogden? What's your story? Yeah. So I'm an international student, and I did high school in India. When I came here, my friends recommended Ogden College for me, and they said it was a lot better than the other community colleges in the area, and it's very transfer-oriented. So that was my biggest reason. Mm-hmm. I decided to attend Oakton because I wasn't sure what to do with my career. I didn't know what to do. I wanted to be a doctor. Someday I wanted to be a psychologist. And my parents are like, okay, you if you're going to go to a four-year college and you're going to spend money and you don't know what to do, you better go to Oakton. So I was like, I wasn't sure to go attend Oakton, but I'm grateful that I attended it because I took different classes so that I can understand what to do with my major. Oh. So what are, so are you... So what's your major again? Sorry. Um, biology. I've decided to become a medical researcher rather than going for a doctor because it's difficult to work with patients. Oh, it's okay. Hey, Candice doesn't hurt. Yeah, I'm glad you, like, Oakland's a place for you to, like, help you narrow your career options and thing. Um, can I have one more voice? Like, why, why, why Oakland? Yeah, go for it. Uh, so my name is Arisha, and I attended Oakton because it was close to my home. It was affordable, and I heard there are many clubs and there are ma- many places to be involved. How many of you? Are, this is your first year at Oakton. Yeah. No. 
majority of what second year at second year. Mm-hmm. second year so i'm assuming all of you are pretty much transferring out next spring am i hearing that right Wow, congratulations. Y'all better come to the AAPI grad in <laughs> spring. I better see you all there. And so um, so you've been Oakton for two years. Can you describe, like, what's it like being Oakton student? Tell me the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm Nia Tripathi. I'm an international student, so this was, and I've just finished my 12th. So this was basically the first time I was attending college. And I've recently moved here, so... I've had my many firsts at Oakton, like my first job at Oakton, my first college was Oakton, I haven't attended any college before. And it has been pretty amazing how, irrespective of how new I naive I am to this place or to Oakton, it still feels at home. Mm. It is all the people here, including the staff and the students are very inclusive. Mm. Thank you. I'm Adya and I would like to agree with that. I sort of grew up here for three years. I was here for three years before I moved back to India. And when I came back, I thought I would feel a little out of place because I had changed so much in India. And I didn't feel that way at all. I met such an amazing group of friends here. And we all you know, go to the movies together. We study together. We do everything together. And it feels at home. I'm Gauri. Um, my Oakton experience, um, right out of high school, I, I wasn't sure like if I wanted to go to university or a community college. And then after talking with my mom, um, she told me that, you know, it's, it's better to start at a community college and then transfer to a university. And then it was better financially and also just getting used to like the college experience. Um, and then also, um, being a part of the South Asian club, I got to meet, I got to meet all these friends, and then I felt related to everyone because we were all um, South Asian. So, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of South Asian club, like let's get to the fun part. So, can you tell me what is South Asian club? Besides the fact that it's the name South Asian <laughs> club, right? Like, like what what do you do? What events do you do? I'm gonna. So, c- you wanna the president? You wanna take at it, or I can take it to the one who know. hasn't spoke yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know Annie you're the one who got us all in the room we need we need your voices so oh. tell us about about South Asian club yeah um so South Asian club we basically you know share our cultures with each other for example I'm Indian and then Arisha is Pakistani and then we like celebrate Eid and she celebrates culture you know events from my culture so it's collaboration in a sense and then we like adapt to each other and understand each other it's like learning about new stuff without making it feel like you're learning you know in a sense it feels like a family and then we do all the fun things like make reels <laughs> last <laughs> and then you know host events together get each other's inputs and you know hear out each other when there is a problem that arises and then you know solve it together it, you know you don't make each other feel like you're being a burden with you know mm-hmm. so it's very nice to have this positive community i think what is your key or signature event so i would say our signature events are holi mm-hmm. and eid we try to do diwali but uh, since staffs do together we try to contribute if we can mm. but those are the main events eid and holi is the main but we also try to do other 
events on a low level mm-hmm. like movie nights or potluck we are thinking of potluck mm-hmm. so we are getting somewhere mm. how many active members do you have right now mm-hmm. i think it's more than 15 oh wow that yeah. is so cool i'm going to aim specific uh, to any and and gory because they were part of the ASLI can you describe your experience with ASLI and how does that really help you with with your leadership role on campus does it help prepare yeah um being a part of the ASLI um i feel like it really helped me understand more about my culture as well um like we talked about history behind all south asians and um Yeah, I feel like it helped me as a leader that way as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, thank you. What about you, Amy? Um uh for me, apart from the leadership, uh yesterday I met a girl that works at the biology lab. She was in our cohort and I recognized her and I just went up and talked to her. It was great. She remembered she remembered me. And then, you know, it was like I wouldn't usually go up to go up to people and like converse with them, you know. I'm kind of conscious about it but um i feel like being the part of the cohort i was confident enough to go talk to people i think after that i also went up to other people and i just talked to them and become friends with them i think it increased my confidence after knowing my culture and how i can connect with other people you know so i think it's great that i'm able to go forward But what about other folks too like you know how has you know your leadership experience been at Oakland like managing clubs getting members has it been difficult for you what's it like yeah so i was a vice president for south asian club mm-hmm. then i realized i have organic chemistry class <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i cannot do this both things together so i dropped from the vice president role and then i used to just support them if they need any help or suggestions Mm-hmm. So I think it was a little bit difficult to manage everything together, but I think I should have had a better time management than I should have been able to manage it. I regret dropping out of my position because it was way too much fun to be a vice president and help everyone and then also take classes and discuss like if we used to have an event in South Asian Club, I would talk about it in the class and I'm like is anyone interested? It would be fun. Like come and join, you'll get to learn more. But ever since I dropped as a vice president for the South Asian Club I I felt like I'm not that much connected but I was connected I don't know it was a weird feeling You are still connected yeah. it's just yeah. different okay. different capacity you, you know like <laughs> cuz I think one of the things we have to rethink about is that leadership comes different form yeah. you know like you don't have to hold position title you know to really make an impact Cuz I think I saw your energy like I feel like you could be the spokesperson for South Asian Club. <laughs> I did not want to throw everybody out of the co- podcast room. I want y'all to be here, right? But it sounded like you have so much energy and I really love that about you. So. so, when I was vice president, I felt like I have a responsibility to promote my club. I have to do more for my club. But as I turned into member, I was like, "Ah, oh, maybe it can wait." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give it to the president, right? Yeah. But she still did it though. Yeah. Like last year for Eid a lot of people came because of her Ishika yeah she yeah. knows a lot of people what can we do to really make sure that we elevate the voices of south asian and also like, making sure that the south asian club is supported because you're doing big events for the south yeah. asian community single-handedly and so i just want to hear your take on that 
I would say more promotion wise help, helpful because flyers, we do make flyers, but I don't see them as often. I should. And people ignore them, but <laughs> that's another thing. And some people here don't want to be part of South Asian because I believe they're not feel or they're seen or they feel like they're not seen or heard. But because even here, even though our community South Asian is one of the biggest in at Oakton, many people don't like the food here, don't like the sitting area, or don't feel like they have a personal space for them. So be, maybe make like a room or something. I'm not sure, but yeah. Um, this is Adya, and I would just like to add to that. Even in the cafeteria, I think there's not a lot of vegetarian options and a lot of South Asians are vegetarian. So it's really difficult for us to feel a part of, like feel seen, I guess, in that way because the food isn't catered to us. And the only things that we can really eat are like chips, right? And that's not a meal. And then another thing I would say that from what I've seen just in our, our group is that there's a lot of different types of South Asians, right? So there's people who speak in Hindi, then there's pe people who speak in other South Asian languages like Malayalam and Tamil and Telugu. And what we've done is because everyone, majority of the people in our club at the moment speak in Hindi, we all tend to speak in Hindi during the meetings and things like that. So other people tend to feel a little yeah. not as connected, especially South Indians who don't speak Hindi. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's just an us issue or if it's like a bigger issue. I like to add on her. Mm -hmm. So like most of us speak Hindi because we don't have anyone else that we, any other space that we can speak in Hindi or Urdu. So I would say because language uh, lab do have conversation groups. So maybe they can have like a Hindi or Urdu conversation group, which will be helpful because for what I've seen, they only have like Japanese, Chinese and Korean conversational group. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a Hindi conversational group, so mm -hmm. maybe they can help with that. Before we wrap up our chat today, is there is there anything you like Oakton to know about you as a student or about you as South Asian club or about you as student leader on campus? I took a engineering class during the summer it was very difficult and i um, went to the tutoring center a lot but for that particular classes um, i tried to find books like textbooks that i could look for i couldn't find anything engineering related there were math chemistry everything else so engineering textbooks weren't available i went to them couldn't find them and then i also hoped to find a tutor that could like help me out with engineering homework per se. I got math help, everything else, but for engineering I was stuck. There was I think one tutor that knew engineering, but his time didn't match with mine. I had class during that time, so I think um, having a tutor that could like specifically focus on engineering subjects, that would be great. Um, I would like to add on what uh, on what Arya said about cafeteria, the timings are pretty, well, I have an evening class which starts at 6.30 and the cafeteria closes at 6 p.m. So if I'm on campus till, and my class ends at 9.30, so if my, I mean, I'm on campus till 10, 
and I want to eat something. As you said, there's nothing around where I could evidently go and get something from. So if, I mean, if they could change the timings or, and it's not just me, there are many classes that go around till 9.30. So it would be helpful for people who are on campus late. Mm -hmm. um, so I would like to continue about what Annie said about the textbooks. We pay too much for the textbook, but sometimes we don't ever use them. And I know many of them who don't know that they can opt out from the textbook and they can get a refund. I didn't know until like second year that, like recently this semester is when I started knowing that I can opt out and get a refund for the books that I'd never used. Mm. Are those like e-textbooks? Yes. Mm -hmm. The one that comes with the class. Because mm -hmm. for the class we use presentation and I've never opened any of my textbooks. But I had no idea that I can opt out from that and get a refund for so much expensive textbooks. Mm. Alright, thank you. So I would like to add on on Nia. So just like she said, um, timings. So not only cafeteria, others also offices like wellness center. So if someone is injured at night, you can't do anything. Even though we have police, but since this area is at, in the middle of nowhere, and if someone is injured like heavily you can't do anything so it's a concern but it's I don't think it's ever happened but you never know mm -hmm. and I would also say since classes has so much night timing some offices also should be open like tutoring center um, wellness cafeteria then student life and career and transfer service enrollment center so that because some people because we also have adult edu uh, students population and they work full time so the timings of their our offices and their timing doesn't match so they don't have anywhere to go when they're off mm -hmm. when they are free I mean mm. yeah like Ishika was saying about the textbooks I had no idea that you could get like a <laughs> refund for it I mm -hmm. I just found out today um, but yeah like for my microbiology class I'm using like a lab book and it was like $60 um, and I still haven't used it really it's just there and so yeah and then I had to buy a separate binder to put all the papers in there as well so yeah the textbook thing is I feel like it's an issue for a lot of students mm -hmm. so yeah is there anything you'd like us to know about <laughs> you as a student, you or you as a student leader, or, yeah. Um, so we attended a leadership event recently where we were taught about um, learning how to utilize your strengths and not like focusing on making your strengths a lot better. And after going to that event, I realized how helpful these events could be. And if only there was more knowledge that like if people knew that these events were happening I think they would be more inclined to attend and because nobody knows no one can really benefit from them mm -hmm. and then also t if they had like events or some or I don't know like some sort of an event where they taught you about time management that would be so helpful because a lot of us are taking really difficult STEM classes and are also part of various campus activities and so it's really difficult to kind of manage everything especially right out of high school i learned so much about you all from just hanging out like i'm hearing like your experience as a club leaders as a student 
you know but is there anything else you want to add go for it so we also have some classes like history of south asian cl- uh, countries and i didn't know about that and our the professor reached out to me so i would say classes like these especially if you're asian they sh- re- advisor should recommend it to us because those are also those also transfer and count in your degree so that would be helpful wow go ahead um one other th- one other thing i would like to add is there's like movie nights that I- are organized not from clubs but from the college itself uh, and camp- it, from uh, campus activity board campus yeah activity cab yeah. and if they had south asian movies being put on there i think a lot more people would attend because like you said such a large population is south asians mhm yeah. There's so many ideas y'all are pointing out as a student like can we make can we make more textbooks affordable can we op- can we can we provide more information about the ability to opt out from e-textbooks that you know you're not going to use right <laughs> can we can we also open spaces in the late evening like the enrollment center the korean transfer center um the cafeteria could be for late opening because Oakden is trying to cater to adult learners but how are you going to dedicate to adult learners and working folks right to co- to to attend Oakden when a lot of services are closed after 5 p.m. I also hear about you know doing um some kind of um be intentional about l- promoting leadership training for student leaders or folks who want to be involved on campus right because a lot of folks could have benefit that I also hear like be more inclusive when it comes to planning in terms of like like movie night um uh, have different diaspora as part of the showcasing um highlighting the uh different communities not just south asian but also other communities yeah. as well so you know these are definitely great ideas and i just want to thank you ladies for your time with us this afternoon and yeah thank you so much and i will see you all on campus sometimes thank you thank you, thank you. Thank you. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you all next time.